0: Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast number 1,582. The topic is nutrition and the title is, You Should Be Fueling Your Workouts. So I had a client started working with a little bit ago and they're a CrossFit coach and they've been wanting to increase strength, but they're very mindful of also wanting to stay lean. So they've been wanting to increase strength because they want to actually start getting ready for next year's CrossFit Open uh, because they, they recognize that in this current off season, they just didn't get really any stronger and they didn't have as great of a kind of a prep season as they wanted. So we're already in discussion. We're already working on what can we do to kind of make them better for uh, 2024, which is pretty cool. So we looked at nutrition, (laughs) well, which is obvious since today's podcast is a nutrition podcast, (laughs) but uh, I want to read through kind of what their day looks like and what they were eating, and then we're going to talk about some of the adjustments that we've been making. So meal one, they get up pretty early, they have coffee, and then they have oats and protein powder, and they said sometimes if they get up early enough, they'll make like oats in a bowl, again, like and mix in the protein powder, and they like that, it tastes pretty good. They said sometimes when they're busy, they use like a blender thing, and they'll just blend the oats and the protein powder, pour, you know, water or like an almond milk, something that's very low calorie, low sugar, and then they'll drink that on the way to the gym. So it's coffee with oats and protein powder. Then they get to the gym, and they have their morning workouts. So this is their workout, and they have a sugar-free energy drink. Then, post-workout, they have oats and protein again, and they say this is because it has to be a quick meal, and then they go into training clients. They train clients for four to five hours, uh, you know, kind of roughly somewhere in there. Then, their next meal... They have four ounces of lean meat with 50 grams of carbohydrates. Now, that's not 50 grams in terms of like the weight of the food. It's however much of the food that provides 50 grams of carbohydrates. So if you were to look at a nutrition fact label, you would see like a food has, you know, X amount of calories and certain number of grams of fats, grams of carbs, grams of protein. So they eat enough of the carb-containing food to get to 50 grams of contributable carbs. So that they said they often choose potatoes or rice and then they mix in vegetables, but the vegetables are never more than 100 calories. So they'll mix it up a little bit here and there, but no matter what vegetable they pick, they never let it be more than 100 calories contributable to the meal. And that's good to know because like, I've had clients before that told me, you know, oh, yeah, I just have a cup of vegetables. And they they tell me they're having a cup of lima beans, which is like 300 calories. And I'm like, oh, for, you know, you can't do that. <laughs> so uh, so vegetables can add up if, if depending on what you define as a vegetable. But that's their, their midday meal, four ounces of lean meat, 50 grams of carbohydrates with vegetables. Then they do an hour of admin work. Uh, And then they go into an afternoon workout and they said the afternoon workout is usually not the more aggressive one. The the morning workout is the more aggressive workout. The afternoon one, they they do it, uh, but it's either sometimes working on something technical. Maybe they'll just do like a quick little Metcon or quick strength thing, or they'll just kind of have fun with friends making up stuff. Uh, But it's semi-structured. They always do it, but they don't really know always what they're going (laughs) to do. And then after that workout, again, they have oats and protein powder. Then again, they go into training clients for a couple hours. And then their evening meal is four ounces of the lean meat, and then they have about 30 to 40 grams of fat, and they said that something like oftentimes comes from just oils. Uh, so they will have four ounces of lean meat, pour some oil over it, and then again with vegetables. And in total, uh, if I if I looked through a couple days of their food, and they averaged around uh, 2,000 calories, sometimes a little bit more, sometimes a little bit less but the the kind of main window of calories was between 2,000 to 2200 and then they had 160 grams of protein they weigh 160 pounds so they're like you know hey that's you know pretty good So that is what they've been eating they are very they were very content with their food and whenever we started talking about what could make them stronger they didn't even they're like yeah food's good you Know so for programming, maybe we could do blah 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 blah. And I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> I was like, hold on, like, when you say food's good, uh, we have to kind of to talk about that. We have to say what is you know to you, what is good versus to me, what is good. <laughs> so we went through this, and in general, they're severely under eating severely. Uh, They weigh 160 pounds. They're already pretty lean. You can see their abs. So it's not like they weigh 160, but they're actually 130 pounds. They're 160, and they're a pretty damn solid 160. So she trains between 8 to 10 workouts a week because a lot of the days, like we said, she's doing two-a-days. And they're typically around 60 minutes. Sometimes they're a little shorter, she said, in the afternoon. But you're looking at 8 to 10 workouts a week. She weighs 160 pounds. She's only eating like around 13 times her body weight. That's not enough. I mean, 13 times your body weight is what people often use to diet on, you know, and this is a performance athlete. So they need to be eating a lot, lot more, a lot more. And then for their protein, the majority of their protein, over 50% of their protein is coming from protein powder. And the protein powder has been eating, uh, it's paired with a carbohydrate only kind of food that doesn't really have any fats in it. So it's interesting in the sense that uh, if you have protein powder, it's a pretty fast digesting protein. It's a pretty fast digesting like nutrient source, meaning that it digests very quickly. And even if you pair it with oats, which are relatively slow digesting, you're still going to have a pretty fast digesting meal overall. And that's what they have before they train four to five hours worth of training clients, which is very active when you're a CrossFit coach. Uh, So four to five hours in the morning and then another three to four in the afternoon. So they're having a meal that digests very quickly, but then they're not getting to eat, but they're being very active for many hours. So it's leading to increased cortisol, which is going to decrease like body fat loss. It's going to increase water retention. So that really isn't great for aesthetics. So this person's actually leaner than what they look like. Uh, And it has crappy energy, so they're going to have really poor energy. So, for example, in their afternoon workout, they'll often have another sugar-free drink uh energy drinks so they have one in the morning i don't even know how much caffeine it is but it, it it's it's 100 like definitely is based on energy it's not like a health drink it's literally drink this so your face goes on fire and you feel like a psycho to work out uh, and they get it for free so at the very low um friction as to why <laughs> why they would have another one uh so by the afternoon they're feeling low energy And they get a drink for free. Of course you're going to drink it. So one of the reasons why they're feeling such low energy is before that four to five hour training block of training clients, they just got done beating the crap out of themselves for an hour. They drink a little bit of protein powder and some oats and then they go train people for four or five hours. That's not anywhere near enough. Uh, So it's just leaving them completely destroyed energy wise and way behind recovery and energy wise by the afternoon. So... A couple focal points for us was to, we need more calories, significantly more calories. And I would say we're going to be aiming at least up to 15 to 17 times their body weight. Now, we're not going to just jump right there because they're going to gain a lot of water retention and they're going to feel fat and bloated and they'll hate themselves and they'll think they're going to get, you know, they'll just be miserable mental experience. So we're going to just start, start going up by like one time their body weight per time. So basically 160 calories per week. Until we get to a body weight, uh, until I mean until we get to like an an intake that feels like they have better energy in the afternoon, their workout performance is absolutely increasing. We're already seeing this stuff. Um, It's just we have to start creeping our way up but start eating more to better fuel the body and fuel recovery and fuel energy and all the good stuff. Uh, and then for protein, uh, they've, they're only having protein powder, the same protein powder three times a day. And they're, they're often having uh, chicken breast and that's it. So those are only having like two sources of protein. So I was like, we got to mix that up a little bit. We got to get you a little bit more away from those protein powders, get a little more complex, um, you know, protein in there and a little more food variety. We just need more options. You know, having the oats and protein powder may be contributing To her reported like bloating and gannic gassiness feeling for sure. And that's going to be a a big benefit is to making the change in regards to having more variety uh, within those sources. So that, those things, so increasing calories, getting more variety of protein sources and foods overall. And then also playing with caloric distribution is going to be the the biggest factors we're going to look at. So before their morning workout, they're having roughly about 400 calories. That's it. And then they go beat the living crap out of themselves for an hour. And then they only have another, like, 400 calories. And then they go train clients for 45 hours. So they're only having 800 calories within the first, like, eight hours of being awake. And it, it's majority, pro like, it's not, like, over majority. But it's a high percentage of protein. There's not a lot of, like, energy nutrients within those uh, meals so it's it's rough 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 because the body's having to it's burning through what she's giving it but then it needs infinitely more <laughs> so uh, her body is just being severely underfed through the first half of the day so we're going to start adding a well we already did we start we added a carb powder uh there's a bunch of different types like you might be familiar with Vitargo. there's a lot of like carb-based powders like um Yeah, I won't get too much into it. But we're going to add a carb-based powder in her uh, pre-workout in the morning. Uh, And she doesn't really like drinking stuff during the workout. So I said, we'll just have it before the workout, maybe on the drive to the gym. Just add it to what you're doing and get some more energy nutrients in there uh, before your first workout. I have another client actually, another actually another client who's a CrossFit coach, and they're they are now starting to add in carb powder for them as well, and they've already noticed a big boost in their energy as well. So it's something that can help a lot because it's very quick digesting and it's not uh, like a lot of volume, so it doesn't uh, mess with digestion before the workout. And especially since we're adding it in small increments, you know, that way the body has a chance to get used to it. Then for their post workout, post exercise morning workout meal, we have to add a lot more. (laughs) So we want to have a more complex protein than just the protein powder, and we want to have more energy nutrients than just, you know, the two hundred forty ish calories from oats. That's it. We gotta add way more than that. (laughs) So what's happening is is that meal is digesting so quickly and it's 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 not even really enough to fully recover from the workout, let alone fuel the next four to five hours of training clients. So we're going to, we bumped that up quite a bit. And then the midday meal, we added more carbs to that meal. Or if they can't, they're going to drink more carbohydrates with that afternoon workout. And then later in the day, we didn't make too many calorie adjustments. So our calories in regards to like distribution changes will be mostly pre-workout and during the day. The goal is to better fuel the workouts. If they have better energy going into the workouts, they'll have better performance in the workouts, and they'll have a better and bigger adaptation stimulus from the workouts. They'll get stronger faster, bigger muscles faster, leaner faster. Everything will happen faster. And then also by fueling the workouts, we lessen the recovery deficit post-workout. So by giving them better nutrients leading into the workout, their body can better mitigate and manage some of the stress during the workout, which leaves them with less of a kind of like quote-unquote recovery hole. They're not digging such a deep uh, gouge into their recovery in the training. So it's it's going to decrease cortisol response post-workout, which is super awesome for a lot of reasons. And it's going to increase their overall recovery uh, between workouts. So by better fueling the workouts, they're going to be bigger stronger more muscular leaner all the good stuff so part of the reason why this athlete was training their butt off but they weren't seeing strength increases was because they weren't fueling the body's ability to make those increases they were training in the gym which created a a stimulus for change you gave your body a reason to get stronger that's what the training was but she didn't give her body a way to get stronger She wasn't eating appropriately to allow her body to make those strength changes. So she was giving her body a reason to get stronger, but she wasn't giving it a way to get stronger. Big, big, big thing there. Big. And I see that a lot, especially in CrossFitters, and especially in in bodybuilding athletes who want to remain lean. They just undercut their progress so much because they're so under-eating. They're under-fueling their workouts. So if you're wanting to be lean but still have great workouts, great performance, great stimulus for change, it's better to reduce carbs and fats away from the workout times than to actually potentially underfuel the workouts. So you have to make sure you're eating enough overall. We have podcast 1,232. It's a nutrition podcast that will start here. You can find it on our website www.prettylaryngym.com and it'll tell you exactly to figure out how many calories you need, how many grams of protein, distribution, all that stuff. So it'll tell you how to distribute your calories. So you want to make sure you're eating enough. You want to make sure you have enough calories, enough protein, and your distribution is, is matching your activity level. Eat more when you move more. Eat less when you move less in cat carbs and fats. And then protein should be pretty consistent throughout the day. So you want to also make sure you're eating a variety of foods. You don't want to be too repetitive within a single day. So you don't want to have protein powder four, five, six times a day. You know, mix it up, eat some meats. Uh, you know, you can eat a pre-cooked chicken breast. If you just cook a bunch of chicken breasts, you can eat a four-ounce piece of chicken breast pretty damn quick. It it doesn't take a lot of time. You know, like it just takes a little bit of time prepping the stuff for sure. Absolutely, that that does take time. But you can get it in. You know, you just have to have it ready, and. If you can, away from workouts, try to eat more complex foods, foods that take a little bit longer to digest. It doesn't mean you only have to do, you know, protein and fats because fats are the slowest digesting. You can have carbs. You just want to make sure they're more of a complex based carb, not a fast carb and a more complex protein, not a fast protein like a protein powder. So this is what I see quite often uh, is people under fuel their workouts and they're basically just under fueling the adaptation like they went and worked out and they created a reason for change but they're not giving their body a way to change not eating enough calories not eating enough carbs i mean uh, protein and they're not eating uh, appropriate timing wise to their activity so for this person we had to put a lot more calories earlier in the day and that's already making a big difference for them so i'm super excited to then uh, after the open start really getting into some strength-based programming so it'll be fun for them to get a boost based on just simply the nutrition changes alone and then it'll be fun to start working on the strength programming stuff. So I thought that'd be fun just kind of talk a little bit about what I was going through with one of my clients. Um, if you have any questions of course you can always reach out or email at gmail.com. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching like this client you can check that service out on our website gym.com We have one-on-one coaching for training, one-on-one coaching for kind of training and nutrition together and then also for nutrition only. So some people they have a training program they like the training system but they don't know how to eat to properly fuel that system uh, so we meet, we work together for nutrition only and then i also have clients who have um, nutrition disorders or diseases and issues so they really only want to work with me nutritionally so that's why we have that kind of separate service okay Uh, check that all out. It's on our website. And then if you ever need anything, if you have any questions, feedback, suggestions, just really let me know at my email, brutalironjim at gmail.com. If you like today's podcast, please share the podcast. When you share it, let people know that we answer questions for free. So that way they can live a healthier and happier life and not pay a dime for it. Pretty awesome. And then thank you to those who donate to support the podcast. That way other people don't have to pay the dime. <laughs> uh, but I really appreciate the donations it helps cover uh, uh, like some of the costs for me. Uh, so it's not so much of a hit. Um, I really do love doing the podcast. And I like having it every single day. So thank you very much to the people who donate to make that financially uh, more possible. So I really appreciate that. And if you want to donate, you can do so on our website. Then if you like the information we share in our podcast, you can find more from us our social media channels, Instagram every day, YouTube a lot, so find us and follow us under the name Brutal Iron Jim. As always, I hope this was helpful, and thank you for listening.